Hi, my name is Mark Ackroyd, Head of Advice Delivery, Strategy and Innovation for Lumiant. Welcome to Lumiant Live, the podcast for advice professionals that believe in a values-based advice experience, but still have that question, how does it all work? The Lumiant Live podcast connects listeners with other advice professionals to hear best practice client stories or business examples and lifts the lid on how they made it happen. Today, I'm joined by Werner Jansen, advisor, coach, and mentor at Purpose Advisory. G'day, Werner. How are you? Hey, Mark. I'm very well yourself. Yeah, really good. Thanks. Thanks for joining us, Werner. So um, for those of you that don't know Werner, just to give you a little bit of insight into his business, uh, Werner himself typically deals with clients who are going through a transition in life. Uh, So things like a career change, getting ready for retirement or a relationship change. And him and the team at, uh, at Purpose uh, consists of one life coach, one financial coach, and one advisor with four support staff. Between them, they manage uh, 20 contracted clients on average paying around $5,500 per annum while servicing new clients at an average fee of around $4,500. Uh, Werner, today you've brought in some great client stories like everyone around how you're bringing to life values-based advice at Purpose. But firstly, I'm sure um, as many listeners might have thought like I did when I heard about your your team structure, I'd love for you to start by telling us a bit about your role uh, and how you're positioned as an advisor, coach and mentor and the the other roles that play in your practice. Tell us a little bit about our purpose and why you're structured that way. Yeah, I must say it's an interesting structure. It's one that I haven't found in a financial planning firm because as we know, financial planning has predominantly been about finances and it's the financial advisor predominantly um, wearing all the hats. So as a financial advisor, there's a couple of um, hats you would wear. Um, One of those hats is the the hat where you have conversations with your clients about their life and their goals and their aspirations. And a lot of the time, um, clients need a little bit of of a push, I would say, in terms of becoming clearer in terms of what potentially needs to change in their life. Um, so an advisor normally would, would wear that hat. That's a fun hat to wear, right? That's that's the, the hat we'll get into more details throughout this conversation. Then there's another hat, and that hat is the educational hat, educating clients on, um, on, on how the world of finances works. It's never a case of an advisor just telling a client what to do. The good advisors out there would educate, and they would lift their client's knowledge level um, throughout the process. So that's another hat. That's the second hat. And the third hat that the advisor would wear is the actual financial advisor hat in terms of, hey, through this, um, now that we understand your goals, now that we've educated you to a to a large degree in terms of, you know, how your money system could work better, I'm going to help you now get it into place. I'm going to tell you what to do. So Purpose Advisory has decided that, hey, why should three people, why should one person wear three hats if we can actually get those different hats in different roles. And that's how it started with um, Harry being the empowerment coach. So he's very, very skilled at uh, helping people through, let's call it roadblocks that they consider it, that they are experiencing in their life. Uh, they're struggling with something. They, they're struggling with potentially motivation in their roles, uh, their work. Um, and they need a breakthrough. Um, Harry's extremely skilled at that. So we've got him as an empowerment coach. Tristan is extremely skilled at the educational bit. At um, I mean, we've got clients wanting to know about crypto. He's put together a class in terms of this is 
what crypto is, and this is potentially how you could use it. That's all general advice, right? The coaching uh, part of the conversation. And then I come, I come in on the, um, financial, uh, the financial advice side. And although, although at times I'm also obviously wearing three hats, we pivot between the three of us because we each have a, um, a specialist in that um, hat field. That's the, the, the first time I've used that phrase. Yeah, we've just decided that we want to have specialists um, in, in each area, but we do pivot um, between those different areas as well. Of course, I assume, you know, based on client demand, who needs to work on what, what's come through the door. Um, I think that's a fascinating business model. I love what you said around, you know, you could be one person that wears three hats, which we know a lot of advisors try to juggle or, or three people with one specialty hat each. And I assume that might free you up to, to go really deep in your specialization in your business. Definitely. And also then pulling some of those hats into your meeting when you feel there's a conversation that you want assistance with, that you think one of the hats are going to address a bit better, you pull them, them into the meeting and you've got a just a, a you know, a, a wonderful um, experience with, with a client that feels um, best supported with the skill set that you that you have in that conversation. I love it. Well, let, let's deep dive into your skill set then. Um, You've got some client stories to bring in that we'll, we'll unpack around how you've, ha you've had some great values-based advice experiences. Um, that becomes a bit of a mouthful sometimes. Let, let's start with your, your first clients, the clients from the UK. Do you want to maybe tell us a bit about those clients? Yeah, these are lovely clients. I met a, a while ago. They were, um, they, they were based in the UK initially, a uh, British couple. Um, they've gone through some hard times. Unfortunately, they, they lost their, um, their daughter at, at a young age. Um, they decided to um, start a new life, per se, and come to Australia um, and build their, build their lives here. So I basically met up with them after them being in Australia for about three years. Um, and that was a really, it was a deep conversation. It was a deep session. Um, Lumiant allowed me to have that deep session because of the fact that we gave them the opportunity to talk about their lives and what's important to them. And they came to the conversation thinking that, hey, we've just got one goal. It's pretty simple. Like we want to, we, we, we enjoy, the, um, we enjoy the, the beach life. We want a property in the Northern Beaches. That was it, basically, because we have, we sent out this uh, survey, obviously, initially, right, where you where you ask about your life values as well. You start touching on it and then you can start, clients can start le um, um, linking goals as well. And, and that was it. But um, as we went through that conversation, it became more and more evident that their biggest goal actually, because with what happened with them in the past uh, with losing their daughter, um, what happened is they became such a tight-knit unit because they had to, to get through that emotional period, very, very difficult period. They sort of excluded a lot of the, they almost cut themselves off a little bit from, from, you know, from, from connecting with other people because they just felt like you know, they've gone through this tough bit, they need to stick together, they need to support each other, and they, they sort of neglected um, hey, we also need to have, you know, other things, other social connections, community. Gosh, and that's where most of the conversation were had in terms of how do we do that? How do we, what are that, what are the things they enjoy doing and how can they then link to this goal of, hey, we, they want to move to the Northern Beaches 
how can they integrate into that community there and do fun stuff and cool stuff and learn surfing, which was one of the goals as well, with other like-minded people that enjoys the, the outdoor life. So I just found that fascinating that we could spend so much time on something that could be, it could have been, that conversation could have been so quick in terms of, oh, you want to buy a, a Northern Beaches property? Let's, let, let's crunch the numbers. Let's do the math. Let's see if you can afford it. You know, that's not rich. Well, that would have been easy. It would have been easy, but would have been how rich would it have been? How much more, how much would they have learned about themselves? How much would have changed potentially in terms of them living better lives? Not a hell of a lot. But then the, the process that we went through and we said, okay, blank canvas, here's the, here's the values that we could explore. That social one, become socially more active. That was just, that was what we focused on. And that's ultimately what we, um, what the goals that came into, into play with the property, obviously, Northern Beaches Life. Those were the things we focused on. I found it fascinating. And I would think a lot of advisors would feel pressure when it comes to, gosh, you want to be more socially active? Okay. Um, you've got this goal of joining a community of, of you know, you want to start surfing. And I, what do you do with that? How do I fit uh, superannuation into that or investment? How do I do it and what's my role? And do I, you know, is that even financial planning? Well, yes, it is planning. It's more life planning, right? Financial planning involves your life. It's, it's all life and financial planning. So it is your role not to come up with the solutions of how a client is going to address this area that they feel they want to address of becoming more socially active, but it's in your power to open up the conversation and create the space for the couple to talk about it. Clients have the solutions within themselves. You're not the person giving them the solutions. I like this point, right? So clients have the power to come up with the solutions themselves, but I would assume given the hats that you wear, you would play a pretty integral role in helping them discover that. It's a facilitation role though. Right. So let's talk about the facilitation role. How do you go about facilitating it? Um, that's, a, that, that's a process of obviously having them become aware of this is important to us and we want to address it. And it's as easy then as Mark saying, what do you think you're going to, what do you think is going to give you, bring you closer? You're getting to a point where we up your score. You've just rated your score four out of 10. What do you think is going to get you closer to a seven or an eight? And then we leave and then you, and then you go quiet and you wait and you listen. And then a response comes up and you, you test the thinking and you say, why? Why do you think that's going to work? And they'll, that might actually be a good idea that they came up with and they'll give you a really solid reason or they might say, oh, yeah, maybe that's not the, maybe we could. So it's basically just going down the why. Um, and I think one of your previous, um, one of the previous guests on your podcast, that he's mentioned this, where you go, well, why is that important? And it's very much the, the, the style of going a little bit deeper in terms of why is that important to the point where a client can articulate to you that um, why they think uh, they'll be able to address 
uh, or they'll be able to increase their score in terms of this area by taking a couple of actions. Um, it's very much just the just the, the the facilitation role in terms of asking some strategic questions, um, clarifying as well, feeding it back to the client what they've just told you. Very often, when you feed back what the client's just told you, they would say yeah, and and then they go and they they go deeper, which is getting closer to the 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 truer sort of the core of what they want to achieve in that in, in that area. So facilitation is. Um, facilitation is not placing pressure on yourself as the advisor to come up with the solutions. Facilitation is creating the space, um, making a client feel heard, feeding that back to them, and giving them the the space to um, to, to to go go deeper. Um, it's not in your it's not your responsibility to fix them. It's your responsibility to create the um, the space for them to talk about it. And obviously, with a couple. It's going to be super fascinating because you're going to have the the interaction between the couple as well, where um, where, where they help they help each other at times, and at some times there's this um, there's a disconnect as well, where clients are not on the same page, and that's a whole uh, that's a whole different conversation as well, where you try and get to common um, a, a little bit of give and take when one partner maybe is here in terms of their view, in terms of what the, the goal is and how important it is. And one partner is maybe here. And it's a process of trying to understand um, and have clients understand it's a bit of give and take as well. It's always a partnership, right? It's a partnership. They're married. Sometimes they de facto, but they're in a relationship. And um, we, we, uh, we, we try and get them to a point where they, they can give and take and we're, we're more aligned with the, the goal in question. Yeah, so let's um let's talk about this. So you know, you, you've you've started with the client wanting to come in because they want to buy a house on the northern beaches. You've gone through the exercise where you you've you've gone through their values cards. They've realised that they want to become more socially active, and that's important to them. You've got them to rank the progress of that, and that's helped you uncover that you know they they don't really have a community. So they want to be part of a community surrounding that house, do all the things that that community likes, like learning how to surf. You know, you touched on it earlier that you know, some, some advisors would panic and go, well, what does my advice look like if it's, you know, getting them into a house but also getting them surfing lessons and being part of a community? Talk, talk us through the impact of your advice for, for this client. So what did your advice end up looking like? How are you working with them now? Yeah, so the advice, obviously, obviously, when it comes to the advice in terms of what the financial uh, aspect looks like and what the you know what the strategies entail to get into that prop uh, into that property, it's still financial advice. It's still nothing different to we don't suddenly throw financial planning on its head. where no, you know, strategies of releasing equity out of out of existing homes and you know and, and buying this stuff. It's still the it's still, that still happens, but the clients have a much clearer idea and they're super motivated to why we're going to do this. It's the, it's the, it's the why we are going to do, it drives them to action in a way where they're more motivated to do this because they actually understand what this is going to lead to. This is now leading to this 
This is not just getting into that property, strategies that leads them to get into that property. This leads to a more, you know, full life. They realize that, hey, once we're in that property, now I've got this goal, I'm talking as the client now, that I'm going to join this surf club. I'm going to meet people and I'm going to, you know, inject that energy and enthusiasm and social interaction into my life. And for me, it's another talking point with the client because now I have this thing that's really important to them. And that is in 12 month time, you know, he needed to join the surfing club um, and he needed to, um, you know, engage with, engage with fellow surfers for that, for that matter. I have something to talk to them about. Obviously I list this, right? It's on the system. The Lumion system is rich. Um, that's listed as a goal. The timeline is put into place. What do you think I'm going to talk to, to talk to them about when I do a review with them? What do you think I'm going to talk about? So how's the surf I'm going club to talk, going? I'm going to, how yeah. is that going? How is that going? So in this new property now, uh, how is that going? But then how is this, is this working? The actions that you've taken, are you, how are you guys rating yourself for social interaction? Now? How rich is that discussion? Well, I, I like this, right? Because you, we could rest on our laurels here and go, well, they want to be more socially active. We got them into a house, got them into a surf club. They're doing all those activities. And I like that question of how is it working? Because if, if that didn't shift the dial on the values um, card, then r- right value, wrong strategy. Okay, cool. Let's go back now. Hey, let's go back. Let's identify, is this value still super important? Values don't, values don't change. Values often don't change, but it's good to now and again go through, hey, this is what you've rated as a value. This is what you've said is important. Maybe this, let's do your, you've, you've adopted this strategy to improve this value card. You feel the dial hasn't really moved as much as you want. What else can we do? Now that you're in that suburb, now that you're in that environment, what else have you seen around you? How else have you seen people spending their time, you know, riding their bikes or doing whatever? What else can we try? But that's a super rich conversation. And by the way, all the other financial stuff happened. The, 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 the implementation of the superannuation still happened. The share portfolio still happened because it was aligned with the wealth creation strategy that a goal was linked to in terms of reaching financial independence, making work optional. So superannuation happened. We did a review on that. We put them in clean, nice, clean structures aligned to their investment preferences, which I guess we'll we'll come to in a a second. All the financial, I don't want the viewers out there, the listeners out there to think, well, just go be a life coach then because it seems like you're not doing any, we are doing all the financial stuff, but we're doing it at a point only when we are clear about what drives the client in terms of what is going to lead to a better outcome in their lives. We're doing all the other stuff. We're doing all that other stuff, but it's very easy to link the, the sort of hard and cold, which is something like superannuation that could be super boring at times, you know, just in its own, just talking about it, a client might say, well, I've got super, who cares? But, but if we link it to, you know, make work optionals, like, hey, let's make sure that how we're doing this piece of your financial life, which is the which is superannuation, let's make sure that is actually gonna gonna support your plan best in terms of making work optional. Because let's face it, um, most clients have that as a top card, make work uh, make work optional, and that leads to a very interesting conversation along the way as well in terms of 
Why do you want to make it optional? How happy are you currently in your job? We shouldn't be scared to have those conversations. That's a that's a big conversation when somebody says, look, I'm not so happy in terms of what I'm doing. But why not go there? Well, how, how, how important is that, right? Because it could be, you know, that they're killing themselves at a job thinking they need a certain income when actually after you do your financial strategy stuff, they don't need that certain income. Or maybe you give them an end date. There's so many different ways you could do that. 100%. A lot of clients don't know. They don't know if they will be able to afford a different sort of income level that's linked to a job, maybe that they feel they've got more love for, that they've got more purpose for, that they're good at, and that they will actually enjoy that the world needs and that will earn their money. Maybe that money that they'll earn from it, that guy. maybe the money they'll earn from it is a little bit less. And this, they don't know if they will. Well, part of our jobs is to show them if, if they can afford to earn less money. That's some of the most exciting conversations I've had with clients in terms of let's see if you can earn less money and still make your plan work, but be super duper happy in terms of what you do. That is some of the greatest, and that's a trend, and that's a transition conversation. And that's obviously you know what I love is the the tra- the, the transition conversations, and very often the clients like. So I don't have to sort of slave away and earn X amount and hate, you know, 80% of my life because 80% of the time we spend at work, right? I don't have to do it. I can earn less money and, and things still work out. Yes, this is how we can do it. And now through best life, you know, we can actually have that conversation with clients and show them that, hey, this is, this is the change you can make as well. We always think it's everything with financial planning is around creating more wealth and you know investing and getting higher return very often you know it's not very often financial conversation that's got the most the biggest impact on a client is you know making a change and earning less money and yes yeah, still we're smart with how we invest you know surpluses and what have you but um, it's not always about more 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 it's more it's always about more in terms of life and more about yeah what's going to give you more in your life it's not always the, the, the money element, although obviously we, we fix that as well. Our conversation with Werner spammed so many amazing topics that we've decided to cut it into two parts. To recap part one, we've covered here how Werner in his business chooses to wear one hat as opposed to having one person wearing three hats. How Werner plays the facilitation role for his clients as they more than likely have a lot of the answers. How linking values to goals drives motivation for clients to take action. How he assesses the effectiveness of strategies that they've set up in an annual review. And lastly, how it's not always about creating wealth and creating more money, it's about creating more out of life. Tune in to part two where we'll discuss how Werner brings to life the investment conversation and how he educates clients around their investments. We'll also discuss how he chooses to play the role of an accountability partner for his clients and the impact that has on his client's perception of value. And lastly, we'll have a reflective conversation where we discuss how, as an industry, we've conditioned clients to care about their investments and that we equally can and should condition clients to care about their values and goals.